0: Hey everybody, this is Brent Saul and you are listening to the Speaking Of podcast. Today, I had a lot of fun sitting down with my buddies, Dan Lamas and Anthony Moore, and we took a minute to talk about some of the things that we are learning and have learned here in early 2021 uh coming out of uh 21 days and uh, or more of fasting and so we sat down and discussed and it was a really rich conversation with some of the things that we've been learning i hope you enjoy it here it is my conversation with dan lamus and anthony moore are we live we're on we're oh. we're cooking we're rolling with gas. Well, we aren't rolling until we light up here the candle oh. that is. <laughs> Spark <laughs> that up is the candle. The yeah. candle. Yeah. Uh, as as my my so speak, uh, our viewers may or may Ooh. not know. I am a scent guy. I do mm. appreciate a good scent and a good candle. If anyone would like to treat mm. to treat me to something that would make me happy, I, f- uh, I do enjoy candles.
1: You know, I feel a little cheap and artificial because right now I'm. Got one of those plug-in air fresheners. I've been enjoying that all week. With your it office down good. the
0: hall from me, I like. It's, I'll take it. Uh, so it does smell. Good. Went, went out to uh, went out to Home Sense. Home Sense or Sense? I, I think I would prefer it to be called Home Sense, uh, with S C E N T S. But uh, picked up picked up. Uh, we're gonna give this one a try today. Santal mm. Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, ma- maximum male. Yep. You had this me. Smells like testosterone. You had me at musk. <laughs> Just before you yeah. think I'm uh, a little too feminine with my enjoyment of scents. Oh, yeah. have got a. That's yeah. yep. Santal musk. Although yep. you are holding another the, one. That's for when we burn through this one.
2: Yep. That we is, burned uh, through that one. in. Uh, well, I'll sure. have burned through yeah. it by next week, probably. Yeah. This one Uh-oh. is the apple honey butter. Hand poured. Hand poured. That's, you know, it's going to wow. smell, smell yep. better. Yep. And it's I can't, <laughs> I can't, there's not enough lighter fluid. Houston, we, we have a problem. let we
1: rub some sticks together. What there's possible no. difference could it make that it's hand poured? Uh, like, uh,
0: it makes a difference to somebody who, how, the question how is, you? how long am I going to click this lighter?
2: Oh, you know what? How, yeah, hey, there, you yo. go. there you go. That's what all we're right, gonna say. All right, all right. There
0: we go. Folks mm. at home, you're not gonna be able to enjoy this, but let me, it. let me just tell you, Santal Musk. <laughs> today's podcast has been brought to you by Santal Musk.
2: Oh,
1: what does um, Santal mean? Yes, yeah, what is what I don't know what
0: Santal means, mm. but it smells like it smells like musk. Mm. Man musk.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my soul. It is off the awesome. rails. Look, and it we, hasn't even look, begun.
0: We've got some remnants of old people. Are yeah, uh, got, we got oak moss and oak moss and amber. That oh, was a really nice oh, one. My oh, home yeah. church gave me that. That's amazing. That was really nice. Uh, just a cheap vanilla cream. You know, I'm yeah. not. I'm not above. No, no. Probably. You know, we, look. look at the remnants of scents we got yes. over here. Cinnamon bark. We got uh, this old diffuser. Is that is that, oh, is what, that what that is like a. You know, you yeah, got is that, good, that is cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon bark. Yep. yep. Look at that. It's got the cool, Ooh. it's got the cool top I to, to it. I could a
2: whiff of that too. Cinnamon bark.
0: Well, we know that's why people tune in today yep. is to, uh, to hear all about my sense, but uh, actually going to, going to call a little audible on today's pod oh, no. because, Uh-oh. um, I was going to sit down and do, you know, some, some podcast hosts that. Are a little more uh, developed at it than I am. They can pull off like a whole podcast by themselves and just riff, right? I'm not there yet, so I thought I'd invite mm. you guys in here to to talk with me. Oh, what you could, could I,
1: you could talk for that long.
0: I could, but <laughs> I feel like it would just would be me be by problem. the end. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it would just be me by All the end. All you need uh, is a
1: cardboard cut up of you guys? Of, of Anthony and me. Yeah. And you
0: could just. I could I could probably, try probably. <laughs> But uh you know, the idea was to just do some some debrief on the twenty twenty one New Year fast. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, it's a practice yeah. that we've done as a church and I've done and you guys have done uh, you know, over the years, multiple times a year really, but the new year the beginning of the year is a real important one. Yeah. And uh we hit this one pretty hard. Mm. Um and so thought it'd be fun to just hey, what did you what did you learn? What mm. Did you receive uh over mm. the over your time what did did God show you anything did God say anything to you or you know like what were your takeaways and so I thought mm. go around the horn and uh share any revelation- revelations realizations that uh might have come from this year's fast for you what did god say and we'll we'll go around the horn and uh and share a couple our top two maybe mm-hmm. and yeah so who wants to go first? You guys, you guys, prepped and ready?
1: I think I'm f- I'm ready to roll. Go for it. All yeah. Right. Okay. What do you What, do do you, what did you get this um, year?
0: Let's go. We'll We'll go round one, and if we can get a round two in, yeah,
1: yeah, great. Yeah. So I dragged my journal in here, which that's in, that's a good sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what this makes me, but I actually have page numbers in my journal. It makes Excellent. you <laughs> so I can, the chief I can scribe. Run.
2: The chief scribes. <laughs> <laughs> it does.
1: It does. All right. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so probably I think the most important one for me was uh it's a there's a comment in Luke chapter nine where Jesus has commissioned his disciples and said, I give you authority over power and authority over demons and mm-hmm. also to heal every disease. Yep. Then he says the statement to them to them, he says, Take nothing extra along for the journey. And in the uh the footnotes for of the passion translation, it talks about uh the the specific things he says not to take. He tells them don't don't take along a staff, a backpack, food, money, or clothes mm-hmm. and uh he says each of those represents something, so it 's basically the staff represents strength, the backpack represents provision, the food represents living bread, money represents treasure. Clothes represents righteousness. And his point was, in the footnote, Jesus was the provision they needed for the journey. They didn't need to take along all this stuff. And in that, God really challenged me with this, like, what if they would have gone ahead and taken those things along, Mm -hmm. even though Jesus said, don't take the extra things for the journey, would that have Mm -hmm. limited their power? They came back from that journey, having actually done the things Jesus said. They were healing the Mm -hmm. sick. They were casting out demons, and he really challenged me in my life, basically, what are the extra things you've brought along for the journey? Uh, many of those things I depend on. Mm-hmm. I think they are actually tools for the ministry, Yep. but the Lord was showing me, you if you learn to leave those things behind and, and let me replace them with me, yep. um, you're going to actually—I'm going to actually—, I'm gonna actually uh, unlock some things in you Mm -hmm. in that area of being able to heal, especially, which is going to lead me to my second one in a second. But, but the point of all this is that when, when God takes away the extra things I was bringing along for the journey, what I'm left with is my real identity in him. Mm -hmm. Like it kind of strips away all the pretend and leaves me with just who I am in Christ. And in the midst of that, I felt God saying to me, this is the big takeaway the more you let me do that and the more you become the real you, the more I'm actually going to release power through you. Wow. wow. And I That's don't know good. why, but I felt that very challenging. Yeah. Like, mm. oh, no, it's almost like God, anything other than that. Yeah. I'm going to have to be me oh my soul. Yeah. But that was the challenge during the fast was, no, everything extra you brought for the journey, you got to leave it behind. And I'm going to actually prove myself to you in ways you wouldn't. Wow, you know, you won't believe kind of thing, which leads me to my second takeaway, which was my we'll, faith.
0: Well, we're, let's go, let's go around the horn. So okay. hold, so hold that one, unless they're unless they're no, too locked at the hip. Not really. No, they aren't. Yeah. Okay, go for it. And but I want to let's let's, yeah, let's, let's park sure. here because I think you're on something big. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. I got something. To no, do.
2: I guess I, the the thing I was going to add that, like, from my perspective, I can certainly give testimony and say that even walking with you through that season and even you know sitting through like um like freedom prayer and all of that from that from that time that we we spent with that mm. i can say that i've i've definitely seen the lord uh empower you to drop those things and not mm. take those with you and i just from That's my cool. from my perspective yeah. i would just absolutely would give testimony to that fact that oh. i've seen that played out and walked out practically oh in some of those times Ooh. with you.
0: Nice. I think uh, w- what what jumps out to me is not just the personal challenge of that, but like the, I feel like that's such a word for the church right now mm. in that, yep. you know, this past year, especially for us in the church in the West, right. That we've had, a, you know, a certain model of church that we've worked for yeah. a better part of a century now. Yeah. You know, it's largely attractional, largely built around, coming to a service on Sunday, Mm -hmm. um, you know, pastor means a certain thing, you know, anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, and we've, we've done well with it at some level, but you know, you might say when, when, uh, Paul warned Timothy about, you know, the church, the potential for the church to have the image of godliness, but deny the power that can make them, make them godly. Yes. Um, you you can see evidence of that in every local church, us included at at mm -hmm. some times and in various ways. And you wonder if, I don't wonder, I know that if among other things that the Lord is doing in the last 12 months or so has been a stripping back of tools that we have probably to a a point of idolatry held Mm up. Yeah. And it's, it's exposed, um, maybe a level of immaturity or even I might even say unbelief. I I would say it even in myself Mm -hmm. about like how sobering it has been to, you know, here we are 12 months into this pandemic. I remember when the shutdown happened, I can remember being in my basement doing a Facebook live telling people, Hey, you know, I think we were the first church in Atlantic Canada that like said, okay, we're going to shut down because we're the biggest church in Atlantic Canada. Mm. It's important that we aren't, you know, we need to lead the way in this. So we, we shut, we yep. shut our, our right. gatherings down until we figured out, and want to figure out more. Yep. I can remember sitting down there doing that. And then once it became reality that, Hey, this isn't just going to be till, you know, for a couple of weeks, yep. this isn't flatten the curve, like no matter, mm-hmm. regardless of what language they're throwing around. Yes. Well, this curve is going to be curving for yeah some time. Yeah. And I can remember and I mean, you guys are, are senior level leaders here at the church. Like we, immediately, and, and it wasn't wrong to do, we got proactive in like, okay, we got to, we got to sure up our finances. We got to make sure that there's no, you know, no, no loose costs. We got to mm. make you know, sure yes. like that we, we had action plans and like, yep. you know, do we need to be, uh, you know, taking government subsidies and all this, like we just immediately went into, yeah. well, now what? Yeah. Right? How do we and hold this together? Totally. Yep. And you know, here we are now 12 months removed mm-hmm. And although, you know, whatever you would want to attribute, like the staff or the, the backpack or the food or the money and what that represents, whatever those things were for us, a lot of those things that stripped away. And yet, you know, we have more people engaged with our church um, than ever before. And when I get to talk to people, although it sounds different and there are things I very much miss and I'm looking forward to coming back. Um, there is a level of health and maturity there in people who yeah. now understand, hey, my my faith is my job and my role in my community. Yeah. I'm responsible for this. it. The church yeah. is not some consumer product that, I, yes. that needs to serve me. I'm part of this thing. Like yeah. you're hearing all these things and here we are 12 months into it. You know, we got more people than were part of us before. So God's increased us in number, which is great. Mm-hmm. But from a financial standpoint, You know, we haven't, we haven't missed a beat, which is a, which is a, that matters to me, not because we want money. It's a, it's an indication of people's hearts. Yeah, absolutely. Right, And that's, that's been massive. And so I was saying this to one of our board members I met with today, just like they were asking how I was doing. I said, you know, the, the most sobering thing of all this has been just the Lord just gently yet firmly reminding me that, man, he's building this church. Mm-hmm. And just because I don't feel as hands on involved as like I used to be Absolutely. able to see people when I preached. Who would have thought? Huh? Yeah, I know. Yep. Like we used to pray for people in person. Who would have <laughs> yeah. thought, right? Like all these things that us as pastors, we very much felt involved in. Yeah. yeah. And it can there's a fine line between our involvement and like mm. us being the ones that are actually doing that. Yeah. Totally right. And this, this, this has been such a stripping away of Mm -hmm. things that I thought were necessary. Yeah. Um, my presence included in that. Yeah. And the Mm. Lord reminding me and showing us like, actually there's power, you know, in like I, I'm building the church, the spirits building the church and actually there's power that you're missing out on because you won't stop relying more on your strategies, your programs, your systems. And, and so that's it, been yeah. huge, I think, and I think that's one of the things the Lord's doing in the church
1: right now. Yeah, so you're not going to let me show up over here, God, anymore. And now you're going to get me to show up over, over here and do this thing that I don't even feel competent yeah. to do, and you're going to bless this over here. Yeah. when. The, but that's the strategy often. Yeah, it's like yeah. I want
0: I'm, I want that backpack back. Yeah, exactly. You know? like I was good yeah. at that. I, yep. I knew I knew what to do with the backpack, and the Lord's mm. like removed... A lot of securities that we had were yeah. taken away. Yep. Yeah. And yet he's shown himself to be faithful to not just provide, which is the genesis of that, you know, yeah. when he yeah. was commissioning his but we've also seen power at
2: yeah. work. Yes. That has been deep. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Uh, I'm not sure how well this works, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. It seems like this, as we've been sitting here talking about this, my mind just goes back to the scattering of the church under, yes. under per- persecution hmm. and not that we're, you know, you could make a really great argument that we're not being persecuted and that we are in some in some ways more than we ever have been, especially in the West. Uh, but specifically the the idea of being forced out of what was known and what was comfortable. Right, Mm -hmm. like I mean, put aside the reasons why Mm. the early Christians got scattered outside of Jerusalem. Nonetheless, they were they weren't able to gather together in the same way as they were before, and that provided a, a a space for the gospel to explode and flourish. And there was a maturity, you know, I I can largely suspect, I can largely assume. In those believers that were scattered, that the ones that took root, took root effectively. And so there was a maturity in that, that maybe it was just a family. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it was one family. Maybe it was one single person, like a man or a woman into a foreign town or whatever. And then all of a sudden, just organically, the Lord was working in them and then also through them and the people that they were dealing with every day. And so I just, I feel like we're on that same track to a lesser degree and obviously the circumstances are way different but conceptually this being forced out of a sp- something that's comfortable mm-hmm. and even even they had to deconstruct what they thought th- what their rhythms were right they mm. weren't able to gather in the same way as they were but yet they were god was with them and that was a space for the church to explode for growth for the gospel to 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 spread like like wow. hadn't been before.
0: That's the the Good. the invitation that we should, by faith, try to stir up excitement. Yeah. For when, when mm. you hear when you yeah. hear the Lord like saying like, you know, you will cast out demons, you will raise yeah. the dead, you will, yeah. and you don't need anything else. Just go. No. You know, like. We we we've read a book recently where talk in it the the author talks about how the future the future's is actually in the margins mm-hmm. and how like mm-hmm. the church of tomorrow is is going to come out of this the the tight spaces and the spaces that seem less than ideal or unplanned yeah. or like and so go back mm-hmm. to the Acts chapter chapter or whatever f- five yeah. when they get scattered yeah. right like. They were, it wasn't until they were marginalized that the the global church was born. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you yeah. wonder, you, I just, I've had that sense over this past year, even like what this is giving birth to. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the, the church is not going to be the same. Like yeah. there will be things that we click back into that are going to feel refreshing, but there are things yeah. that are just have forever been changed and are yeah. going to continue to grow and take new shape. Yeah. And I think, I I think that's such a huge Mm. picture, Dan, that, that the Lord gave you. It's funny. I just on my own time this morning, just walking and listening to audio Bible that, that I listened to that passage this morning. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So very, and it's, it's struck me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's your first one, Anthony?
2: Uh, the first one, I mean, I would just say that as I lead into it, just that this one, this, this fast was super rich for me, um, and just the the sense of in my time with the Lord, the sense of his presence and his nearness was so profound. And I was super, I'm just, you know, I, I, it's hard words fail, um, but it was just I'm so grateful for those times I had with the Lord. And just the, the first thing that um, there's two takeaways, but I guess the first the first one that really sort of resonated with me is just this uh, this. I'm going to get it wrong, but I think it's Second Chronicles seven fourteen. The first or Second Chronicles, the, you know, if my people are second, call, second yeah. yeah. So if my people are called by my name, will will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. Uh, and that's that's the Lord speaking to Solomon. But it's uh, there is a message in there specifically to the church. And if you've heard me on more than one podcast, you've heard me talking about this. Is this this almost like a four-step process to operate in humility, to begin to pray. And the word pray is to intercede. It's actually the Hebrew is there to act as, to intercede. Mm -hmm. And then separately from that, which in my growing up, I married these two incorrectly, but also seek my face, which is to... To, uh, and the word seek my face there actually is translated a bunch of times into presence. So to actually hunger for the presence of the Lord and then turn from your wicked ways. Mm. And I have felt that uh, call stir deep within me to walk in humility, to grow as an intercessor, to hunger increasingly for the presence of the Lord and to pay attention to the things that are speaking into my life mm-hmm. and uh, specifically from a worldly or a worldview uh, culture, spirit of the age perspective to actually turn from those things mm-hmm. and turn away from them. And obviously yeah. unto the presence of the Lord and really have felt that those, those guardrails be established in my life. Uh, you know, Hopefully my intent is for that not to be a short term thing, but Mm -hmm. to be even reestablish those things for a a long term, long game, you know, decades, rest of my life approach. Mm -hmm. And I really felt that something was like planted deep within me in in this context. Well, let let me jump on that.
0: I would I don't have a follow up question, but I do. I'm sure there'll be more discussion because my my first one is. Virtually the same, mm-hmm. just coming at it from my language and my way of thinking. Sure. And but first, I want to say, uh, <laughs> the Santal Musk yes. is really doing its work yeah. right now. So, those <laughs> viewers, viewers, it and is, listeners at home, you can't smell it, but winning, baby,
2: winning hard. It's
0: good, it's yeah. very good. <laughs> it's amazing. So, um, in, in, conjun- like, in conjunction with what you just said, very mm. similar. My first one, you know, it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't spiritual because I think everything's interconnected Mm. and, uh, and yet it wasn't like super soul level intimate. I never, I mean, I shared a lot of things I've been processing with the Lord in my sermons and stuff over the last handful of weeks, but like the, the biggest takeaway has just been like how crucial it is for me to constantly be coming back to resetting baselines and standards yeah. and and carving out space yeah. and and frankly it's always i'm I'm learning that it has to be a little bit inconvenient to actually yes. produce something positive yes. ah. like if it's too simple it's the same as exercising my body like mm-hmm. I can I can go to the gym and really not move the dial at all and say I did it right mm-hmm. but when you put just a little bit of stress on yourself that's when you start to see results and mm-hmm. the right. same the same so like the the way I generally do my fast if i don't have some specific direction from god i just i end up doing a health reset and i'll basically mm-hmm. all my channels of intake i try i just try to reset and so like i shut down digital media mm-hmm. uh secular everything like basically the only thing that i can take in my eyes my ears or my or for food has got to be objectively positive for right. nourishment nourishment for my right. body my mind my soul mm-hmm. yep. my spirit and So that basically left me with, you know, zero movies, Netflix, Mm -hmm. you know, radio, a lot of silent driving. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, one of the huge takeaways like is like the health that comes from setting standards. I'll, I'll share a little bit more of that in my second go around here. But just very simply, it's amazing how much time we have.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, this totally. is not yeah. Yeah.
0: not spiritual at all. Yeah. When you, you know, like, how often? I say, I, haven't, I, don't, have, I don't have time, I don't have time, you know, like, I got right. family, mm-hmm. I got work. And, yeah, I also managed to squeeze in a whole season of The Office over the mm-hmm. last two weeks as right. well. Yep. So, so there's there's 20 hours or something, <laughs> yeah, right? a lot like, of time committed. It's like, yeah. when you cut that stuff out, like, I mean, I, I, I plowed through, like, a dozen books yeah, you know, wow. in that amount of time, and like, the, the, the fat in our lives yep. is is actually substantial. Mm-hmm. When you start to like, just do do a practice of say, I'm not going to watch any TV for the next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I guarantee, will actually have a moment like, well, what am I going to do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yep. what should I do with my time? Right, yep. and like, I was, I had time to do projects around the house, do stuff with my kids. Mm -hmm. I had time to go a little extra on some work things that I've been wanting to do. Like that wasn't, and it it wasn't some begrudging, Oh, I guess I better go do that. Like I was like, Oh, I'm going to work on this thing. You know, like Mm -hmm. very simply I, I discovered that I even now at this stage in my life, Still have more time than I thought I had. As yeah, demanding that's, as that's family is, as yep. demanding as career is, mm-hmm. man, it's incredible how much space we yeah. take up. And I, don't, yeah. I, the only way I think about it, I think it was uh, who was the who was the guy in like the '80s, the leadership guy, Zig Ziglar. Yeah, maybe it was Zig Ziglar. Maybe it was Stephen Covey, one of those two kind of legends. <laughs> but you remember the analogy with the, you know, the cup or the bucket and then you have like the big rocks, the smaller rocks, the right. sand and the yeah. water. And he'd yeah. say, you know, like, can I fit all of this in here? Right. Mm-hmm. And that was the analogy. Right. And, and he, you know, does the says The only way you can do it is if you get the big rocks in first, right. then you pour the smaller rocks, then you pour the sand, then you pour the water. If you yeah. do it any other order, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think the fast has been, if nothing else, a Way to bring right order back into my world, yeah, right. and to put first things first because it's funny how things like Netflix, things like mm-hmm. whatever can start to creep in and begin to compete with things it should oh, never absolutely. compete right. with, yep. yeah. And so that's 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 been the hugest takeaway. I find it virtually every time has just been, if nothing else, even if I didn't hear some secret message from, from heaven. Yeah. I'm just better for resetting Mm -hmm. and putting first things first, drawing some standards and saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to run to this extreme for a little while so that when I kind of get back to whatever normal is like back to your point, it needs to look like I took a step in that direction. Like it's not, it's not, I'm going to do this for a while and run right back to the habits and
2: practices I did before. It's to try to refresh, reset Mm-hmm. And and then reengage. Even from a, let me just throw this in there too. Like I'm a I'm, I'm the poster child right now for what, what just shutting off, politics and news and all that stuff mm-hmm. can do for your mental health. Mm-hmm. I was flying like I all that it was a whole so much chaos, going on in the in, in America that I you know yeah. if it was the fall I'd be neck deep in and like yeah. thinking things and feeling bad and feeling all kinds of turmoil. I had I was so blissfully ignorant to Dude, to, I know. and I was like I was like <laughs> man I wonder if I got thinking like I wonder if we as a church a city a society can we just shut like what if we did this grand experiment where we just shut off all that noise for like three weeks what the mental health mm-hmm, what yeah. like what the level of mental health would be as a society like yeah, I think yeah. we would just be blown away
0: you wonder you, do you remember the, the old billy graham quote where he says he'd say like you know a preacher or a pastor should be preparing their their messages or their you know their lives with a bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other oh, yeah. well that was back when the newspaper had some integrity <laughs> and, yeah. and it wasn't yeah. completely monetized yeah. the way it is now <laughs> right but you wonder like i was with you like someone had to send me a text of a meme of the guy with the bull the 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 Buffalo helmet. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even know they were storming the Senate. Like I was blissfully (laughs) unaware. I'm out walking my dog. Like I'm not even the word. And it was, it was just such a nice space to be in. I don't think as a Christian, we can stay in the zone where we have zero idea of what's going on in their world. But I wonder if it wouldn't be wisdom to like in a Christian community, elect somebody (laughs) that like, almost like you would if like, Let's let's pretend yeah. this is some post-apocalyptic movie where <laughs> You know, we we live in some no. Sanitized, I, can't, I, can't, I can't go there. With sanitized yeah, right, bunker, yeah. and like in order to scavenge food, we yeah. gotta we gotta gear somebody up in hazmat suits, yeah. and you're gonna go out and get that stuff for us and bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. You yes. almost wonder if we shouldn't like elect somebody to be like, okay, you're on news detail this week. Tell yep. us if there's anything important. Yep. yep. Otherwise, we're just gonna kind of set our minds on things above and not worry about it.
2: Totally. And like analyze all the sources and then come back objectively. Like this is yeah. a list, a factual list with no. Slang. Here's No uh, salacious mm-hmm. or so inflammatory language. Fox
0: minus CNN <laughs> times PBS <laughs> divided by, divided by blogosphere yeah. Yeah, exactly. equals maybe this is what's maybe happening? This is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. But, That's awesome. Yeah, but it's, it's so true. I, I do think 100% I am, a, I am confident that we are all as believers far too caught up in the whirlwind of the news Mm -hmm. cycle and Mm -hmm. the chaos of the world. And it's actually not that bad out there. You know know what I mean? Like, like when you are disconnected from the news, like there were times like like out for a walk with my dog, just like what pandemic. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Like, I know not to say that it's, um, I'm trying to downplay it, but it's like, we, we probably, probably, we, we, I, I wasn't just walking my dog. What is, I was hunting rabbits. What, is,
2: <laughs> <get you>. what <laughs> does santal mean? Really, really quiet. Uh,
0: we probably, we, I was trying to say we probably, uh, <laughs> we probably wear, we probably absorb too much of the, yep. you know, the public stress. Yeah. Mm hmm too much and we got to figure out a better way of being informed and not
2: absorbing yes all that stuff i'm not even saying like i do think i think we have to be content with a greater or sorry we have to be content with a lesser level of being informed like yeah. there's just some stuff that i really doesn't it doesn't matter mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. matter if i know yeah. or i don't know about that thing that happened and all the details like it doesn't matter. It's not going it to yeah. affect me one way or the other, right? Like it's just. Yep. But we're we're drawn to it.
0: Like I stopped listening yeah. to the I stopped listening to the the COVID updates yeah. some time ago, right? Unless there's one that like I'm hearing, they're going to actually change some sure. things. Like yep. I just, yeah. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say mm. we must remain vigilant. We are at a critical craze, critical mm. phase of this crisis, right? Which we have been yep. for months, and it's like I. I don't know. Like it's it's not healthy or helpful, you know. Yeah. Tell me, tell me when something changes. Yeah, like for sure. You know, or it's anyway.
1: Yeah, we're upset about the wrong things and we're far too upset about those things. Yes. Yeah. Like and not
0: upset enough about Right. It yes. doesn't leave
1: space for us to actually be upset about the right That's things. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I've recognized that uh many mm-hmm. times lately that when I'm upset, it's usually it's usually because I'm not getting to those things that actually don't matter anyway, mm-hmm. but they're just so much a part of my routine that it upsets me that I can't get to right. that. But I'm actually getting really good things done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to stop and and think about this like, okay, I need to stop being upset about the wrong things. Yeah. And I think our world spends a lot of time being upset. I well, think people uh, don't feel alive unless they're upset. That's just right. exactly yeah. gonna say
0: that. I think I think the whole like economy of, you know, the social economy of the world, the the way the news even works is, it's not trying to inform you. It's trying to incite yes. uh, a certain uh, loyalistic reaction. Like it actually, it actually. Yeah. It mm-hmm. actually pushes you to make a decision. Where do I land on this here? Here's mm-hmm. what they're telling right. me. Yep. Whose side am I on? What, yes. what tribe am I part of? What, you know, and like, they're all like you, you go read, go read about the stuff going on in Texas uh, right now. Like the cold snap, they don't have power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending on the the news, the new, they're not reporting the fact that people are just without power, but connected to it is if you're reading a, if you're reading a, yeah. a left leaning one, they're going to say, You know, know. it's because it's because the, you know, the Texans have over they've over absorbed their infrastructure and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then, you know, if you read a right leaning one, it's about wind power. If we didn't have all these dang wind things and we were using oil, you know, know, And it's like it's all connected to something that's trying to get you to vote. Right. basically yep. with that's my team and that's how I see it. And right. I think yep. for Christians, we should really be aware of yep. that, that the news isn't just trying to inform you. It's trying to get you on a side. Mm. Yep. And it's like that's gravitational,
1: yep. right? Yep. Yeah, see, we—we're fooled. the church is fooled into being upset because this is going to make life difficult for us Ooh. when we should be upset Ooh. about what the world is going through. That's G- massive. Oh, like we haven't
2: we seen that? Yeah, we can't. We wait, can't wait. Can you say that again? Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. The church just. We are so upset about how this is going to make our life difficult, mm. and we don't have space to be actually upset about what the world is going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can't care. We don't have yeah. any energy left to care. Yeah. Wow. I care, but I'm working so hard to make sure my life isn't hard. Yeah,
0: which is such an inversion of the call of God yeah. on the church, right? I think yeah. I said it in my sermon last week. Like, what if, what if we need, maybe we should stop complaining about you know the 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 pandemic happening to us, and what if God has us here to happen to the pandemic? Yes. Oh you man, know? that's yeah. Huge. Like,
1: imagine the look on the Father's face when I drag myself into His presence to pray. Mm-hmm. And his heart is so focused on how he's going to get the world through this. Mm. And all I want to talk about is how he's going to make my life easier. Mm-hmm. And I'm so upset about how my life is, God. Don't you care about that? Right. Like, no wonder our prayers feel like we don't know where we're going. Mm. <laughs> we're no, very man. out of sync. Right. Anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah. But that being too upset about the wrong things yep. is, is, is a real problem. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Round 2. What do you got Dan? All right. Well, it it is it is quite connected to the goal because I've given you authority over yep. um disease and I've given you uh, authority over demons. Mm-hmm. Um I really do feel like my prayer challenge for 2021 is that I really believe I'm going to witness God healing lots of people mm. and setting a lot of people free. And so mm-hmm. I just want to be like right in the front row for that. Mm -hmm, I want to be involved in it. And I feel like this is the year when, when I'm going to really witness it. And maybe, maybe the church is going to witness that in a much larger way in the West Mm -hmm, where we actually in the middle of, we don't know what the heck we're doing. God's Mm -hmm. actually going to release the very thing we we were gunning for before that. Somebody was reminding me that early 2020, we were all like, over the top, excited about 2020 vision. I know. And yeah, it, totally. This is, you know, it's just going to be off the charts this year. God's going to show us amazing things and mm-hmm. we're just going to be flying. Yep. And then everything hits the fan and we're like, what in the world? But God has actually, I feel like we're going to come back around and He will actually mm-hmm. give us the desire of our hearts. Yes. Yep. In the midst of us being yep. less aware of what we're doing than ever. Yeah. But that. But the fast really unlocked that for me. That's what I am expecting to see from my life. People set free and people healed.
2: But he did. He did show us amazing things. Yes. He showed us Mm. exactly how we are. Right. Which is amazing. Like it's the yeah. the great grace, funny vision. We did. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We had the grace and the kindness <laughs> of the second. Lord. <laughs> it was the kindness of the Lord to yeah. show us yeah. exactly how things yeah. were. Yeah. Right. And so, it's at least
0: more of how things were. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, like, for, for sure. Like, for sure. For sure.
2: Like let's peel back this, <laughs> pull back the veil, peel back the onion, whatever metaphor <laughs> you want to put in there, but let's show you how things are, and the in the grace and the kindness yes. of the Lord. Let us to repentance and to yes, shift thank you. and a that's desire true, to move man. out of that yep. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think just to, to, to touch, touch on that, like you share with me um, a few weeks ago um, just about that freedom and deliverance part about mm. how that, that word that uh, Patricia King gave you yeah, uh, just, she's a famous yeah, relatively right. well-known prophet that yeah. back in the, probably the late 80s, early 90s, yeah, she, she gave you this word about freedom? It was
1: actually in 2000.
2: Oh, okay. Sure. Part of the word she gave me was, um,
1: and just for all the name droppers out there, <laughs> this is the one time I was actually in the presence of yeah. Patricia King to receive this word. Yeah, And she said, um, she said, you are going to be used to help uh, ministry leaders and pastors. You're going to help them break out of chains they didn't know they had. Yeah. Ooh. So it was the sense of, in one moment, they'd be realizing they're mm. bound in a chain, and it'll be broken in yep. the same instant. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, and we that, can start to see. We yeah, can see
2: happening. that the the yes. the, the momentum, right. You know, behind even the fruition of that word, right? Sure. S- I've been been used in that way. Yeah. In the last
1: couple of months, yep. And you for have sure, too of time. just like the Lord showing somebody here's where you're bound, and He's given us tools and skills to be able to go in within. Within ninety seconds sometimes. Mm, yeah. And that person is broken free from that chain. Yeah. So it's beautiful
2: really. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: Amen. You got another one?
2: Yeah, it's just uh it, it's basically on the heels of, of this the Second Chronicles thing, but it, it's really the it's really the um the statement don't pick up what was just put down. And hmm. you know, and it is yeah. just it is the it is sort of like that 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 phrase to keep my intention or like to, to focus my intentions to say, okay, let's be careful. So you, you went Anthony, you went and you cleared out a whole bunch of space and it was amazing, right? You just did all that space. You did all the, you shut off the media. You just reshaped what you were consuming. And obviously that's going to change, but there is some degree of word I have from the Lord that don't, Don't put a, or don't pick up what you just put down. And I just really feel like there's just a, this, a ceiling and like this ceiling thing of like, there is some space that I cleared out that isn't going to be filled back up with the other stuff that I just cleared out. So, and I really feel like that's a space where the Lord is going to, you know, just he's going to, I'm going to give him that space and we'll see what, what he does with my time and with my energy and Mm -hmm. with my mental focus and with my heart and all of that stuff. It's just, I feel like there's just going to be another level of maturity, another level of leadership, another level of just even, um, in my spirit, um, have really been stirred in that way. And Mm. I'm excited to see as I walk this out, Mm -hmm. how that, how that will unfold.
0: Are you finding, I've, I found even as I've reset some of these Mm. baselines, like I officially finished my fast, a week ago from the time of this recording. And I did I did about forty days. So I don't know. It was give or take a day. I'm not quite sure. I just I had a target date and I Mm -hmm. set it. And so but when I when I finished, uh on a on a Thursday night after prayer, that was kind of what I'd what that what I'd set and I was done. Had you nachos I went home and pounded nachos. (laughs) Like (laughs) pounded. You know, I hadn't had I hadn't had saturated fats in <laughs> a very long time. I I weighed what I weighed in grade 10. I like what I weighed in grade 10. Wow. Yeah. Something. Yeah, yep. for sure. Pretty wild. So, but uh anyway, I after a week after a weekend mm. of how do I put it? Um wild eating yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna <laughs> say like I was gonna say Licent- culinary Lic- debauchery, <laughs> licentiousness. <laughs> After like a weekend of culinary debauchery, wow. we will call it <laughs> dietary dietary <laughs> debauchery. Here's your there alliteration. it is. Wow. Here's your alliteration. After a weekend of it, Mark, my down. body hated me. Right, like it was like oh, yeah. I feel disgusting. Yep and then like of course mixed that with some netflix and yeah. some a couple movies and like mm-hmm. and after though i was just like oh i know i feel like death yep and it's i i am grateful you know that i went long enough and the lord did enough work in resetting me that i don't i don't want to pick up what I put down yeah. and like I even found over the last week, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm still living pretty darn close to what I was doing right. during yeah. the fast. Like I'm not far off. I've got a few things like that. Like I'll, I'll do that. I couldn't have done during the fast, but for the most part, like, you know, if you. Excuse me. If you diet long enough you do you, you actually change your 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 tastes. Yeah. yeah. Like That's you right. know for sure. Yeah. Like dates mm-hmm. dates for me are as good as chocolate bars. Yeah. And right? how like, some
2: things that were sweet are now too sweet. Too sweet, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: I can't drink I could never drink like I could not the last time I drank a can of pop mm-hmm. was in guatemala two years ago yeah. right yeah only, and it's yeah. just because it's either pop or they're water yes so <laughs> yeah take, that's right yeah so i'm gonna take coke yeah. you know but like yeah. even that it's just like you know the sugar yeah. and you can reset your taste and i i found i started to watch started to watch a movie and it wasn't like it wasn't sin but mm. it wasn't it, it just tasted it's just like yeah. and like i just yeah. said like, oh, i don't want that like, yeah. this is just boring it's boring me i yeah. don't you know, I ended up yeah. reading, you know, and it's like, yep. uh, that's such a beautiful thing that can happen, yep. you know, totally, when you, yeah. when you do fast.
2: And, and I will agree with you. Uh, and, and I will say this just a full disclosure and being, uh, bearing my soul before the, the potosphere, like even as late as last night, I was actually, I, I felt, I felt the creep of Mm. the things trying Mm -hmm. to come back in. And I actually last night made some conscious choices. Like I felt the creep of the political chaos and all of that. So I just was like, okay, Instagram, boom, you're off my Mm -hmm. phone. Right. Like, and, and to be fully, I just, whatever it is, whatever, I don't, there's no shame in it. I'm just like, I, I need to establish that boundary. And if I can, you know, have certain things and I can look at, you know, I can consume certain things and not be affected by it. Sure. Okay, great. Within, within moderation. But once that starts to creep the, the, that whole thing, the way the world works, once it starts to creep, I have a choice to make, right? And this is the same thing as same thing as how you take care of your body, how you take care of your mind. I take care of your heart and your spirit, right? It's really that just to choose, To make a choice, you're presented with these choices: Mm -hmm. to to either you're going to let that boundary remain a boundary, Mm -hmm. or you're going to move the goal line, right? Like, so I just even said, like, even last night, I felt that, and I just felt the challenge of the Lord in my heart. It's like, okay, Anthony, do you really, really, do you really want that? Yeah, do you really need that? Exactly, right? And I was was like, I was like, no. I had this moment of like, you're right, Lord. And really, like, repentance, right? I was like, "You're right. I hear you." And boom, just just yeah. take that moment. Boom, it's off my phone, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And even just like, I didn't go to all my political commentary stuff, mm-hmm. and I just didn't. I didn't. I just rejected it. I was like, "No, I won't go back. I just Don't need it to those places." Yeah. Yeah. Right?
0: No, I, yeah. it's a beautiful thing, and that's I, you know, this probably brings up a whole other discussion. We don't have time for with what time was left today, but like, you know. There's such a difference between what you just said Mm -hmm. on like, okay, I'm not, I'm just going to not use Instagram. Yep. You know, like that being revealed to you out of a relational love dynamic with the Lord is such a powerful thing.
2: It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: The, you know, and if someone, someone hasn't had that revelation, you know, it's, it's just, it could, it could be wisdom or information that is, is wise. Like if you hear me saying, Hey, I don't do these things, Mm -hmm. you know, put those things into practice. That'd be great. But if you don't have the, the heart, like invitation Mm -hmm. from the spirit, it is going to become legalism. Yes. And and the problem, I think if I can do a, you know, a little thought on like the holiness movement Mm -hmm. was, you know, I think a lot of the, the, Practices they put in place were actually birthed out of genuine pursuit of yes. the Lord by people people right. who had revelation that yeah. knew like, hey, you know, bad things happen for me when I, when I, oh, whatever, I, I smoke tobacco. So I'm going to yeah. not do that. And that was, that was revealed to them. Right. But then it was the law was passed on mm-hmm. to the next generation or to new Christians, but not like the information was, but the invitation yes. of the spirit never had that chance to. Yeah. And like, it's, it's such a difference and it gets so many people really tripped up is that like, mm-hmm. you know, that it is, it is part of the Christian life saying, no, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's, there's a, there's a place for that. Right. But the, if you sever that connection with the spirit, it is just going to be legalism yep. and you're doing it to try to put God in your debt. Yes. Not, mm. not out of That's huge. Uh, like a, a desire for love for him and the life that comes from him. There's, there's such a subtle difference in that yep. two people can both abstain from Instagram, yep. but one person because they thought something I should do and mm. one person because of something the Lord revealed that says it's not good for you and I have more for you. Yep. Right. And those, the results of those two different those two people doing the same thing with a different yep. disposition wildly are going to be wildly different.
2: Yep, yep. and yep. one one is alive and one is dead. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. One is uh, one is it's a religion. It's machinery. Yep. It's a mechanism. It's not it's not relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's a, the devil has done an unbelievable work in twisting that up in our minds and he does it in a variety of ways where we, we get sucked into the lie of religion and then, or we get sucked into the opposite where it's like, well, it doesn't really matter what I do. Jesus loves me just the way I am. Yeah. Right. This kind of licentiousness mm. yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, it really matters what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's huge, uh, my last one and we'll, we we'll, this has been, this has been fun. This has yeah. been good. You know, this, this fast for me, I, I didn't, I didn't get a, you know, a lot of the time I'll get like some word that's just a hold, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I've shared some of that anyway already in sermons and stuff. But for me, like this is a real practical, just a practical reset. And one of the big takeaways, again, it's it's not far removed from my first observation, but Mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, is just the, that my health is a holistic matter. It's not compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. It's a holistic Mm -hmm. matter and it matters a whole lot. Mm. Yeah. Like there's a lot riding mm. there's a lot riding on me being healthy. Yeah. Not just for the church but for for me alone. Mm-hmm. But for my marriage, for my kids, like yeah. Me taking responsibility for my own health. Yeah. Matters a ton. And I cannot afford to compartmentalize my health. Wow. Like to say yeah. that well, I'm healthy in what I watch, but I'm not healthy in what I eat, Mm -hmm. or I'm healthy in what I eat, but I'm not healthy in what I watch. Right. And I have found that man, when the tide, when the tide rises in my, my physical body, when Mm -hmm. my physical body is getting healthier, I find my spirit getting healthier too. And, and like they're, they're connected. Like they're, they're, the, the Lord did not make me a, a person who you know, there's my body and there's my mind and there's my spirit and my yeah. soul and my heart. And mm-hmm. those are all different things you need to, you need to tend to independently. Right. Yeah, They're all things you need to tend to, but they aren't independent of one another. They're, They're integrated. Silo, They're yeah. integrated with each other. So much connection there. And it's no. like, I, I've, I've said this before and I, I believe it, like that, that there's something to be said about like, you know, managing mm-hmm. your mental health, your physical health. And you, you see. Again, in in the world that we live in, you see a lot of talk about one slice of those things. Mm-hmm. Like you'll hear, "Bell, let's talk. Let's talk about mental health." Yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Or you'll you'll hear, you know, some fitness person saying, "Hey, your physical health is very important," or you know, mm-hmm. your emotional health is very important. Like, yes, mm-hmm. but I think the Lord wants to deal with us as a whole person, right? Yeah. And I think to the degree that we compartmentalize it right. gives a lot of room for us to let ourselves off the hook in areas that the Lord wants us to, us to, to, right. to be lifted in. Yeah. It gives the, it gives the enemy room to, to destroy. And, and, and the reality is, you know, like the, like the old, old adage, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link, mm-hmm. you know, integrity comes yeah. from the word integer, right? Like it's, And it's, it's that idea of your your integrity is only as strong as your, you know, weakest weakness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's been the big takeaway. It's just like, I I really want to continue to look at my life. Like, yeah. How is my mind? How Mm -hmm. am I loving God with my mind? How am I loving God with my body? My, Mm -hmm. my strength. How am I loving God with my heart, my passions And my yeah. soul, my being, my gut, wow. you know, and that's, that's been the huge thing, man. Like my health is a holistic matter and it matters a whole lot. Mm. It's just kind of the, yeah, that's cool. So, and you see, I mean, last couple of weeks we've seen last couple of months, we've seen yeah. some real high profile pastors, you know, some things be come to light about it. It's just so destructive and damaging for right. the kingdom, for their family, for the legacy that they would yeah. have had. You know, and I just look Mm -hmm. at that, and I'm like, I can't afford to let things exist in the dark. I can't. I cannot say, "Hey, we'll deal with that," or "That's not a problem as long as it's over here." Like, like Mm -hmm. the the whole Brent Ingersoll just needs to be on the table Mm -hmm. before the Lord, and I need to, Mm. and I need to, I need to embrace the fact that there's no one thing that supersedes the other. I do think there's an order, like where it says, you know, I think I think it does say, like, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart." Yep. And all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. I actually do think there's an order there and we could talk about that, sure. but it doesn't mean just cause there's a sequence doesn't mean that one is more valuable than the other. Right. Mm-hmm. And to ignore one area is going to be to my detriment. And I've got to lay down my entire life mm-hmm. and see that as my spiritual act of worship. Yeah. And like me being diligent about my physical health is something I need to do before the Lord. Mm. Not just I want to look or feel a certain way. This is, God, you gave me this body and it's, no, it's not perfect. And I'm sure there are things that time and sin will, you know, this time and living in a fallen world will, you know, come to, come to roost at some point. But as much as it is my responsibility, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I need to treat this as a gift. Like your body, Mm Like think think about your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That yeah. That is that is such an insane statement.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. For real. It like is. you you, yeah.
0: you said the Bible starts out like the earth was formless and void and the and the spirit hovered over the waters. Yep. And then yep. and then between then and when they established the tabernacle in mm-hmm. Exodus like the spirit just kind of comes and goes and looks for there's there's, there's times where the spirit's kind of mm-hmm. evident but yeah. there's no place to rest. Yep. And then the, t- the the tabernacle comes, and like this is a permanent space. It's still on the move, but there's there's where the spirit is, and that's major stuff. And then they build a temple, and then Jesus destroys it and yep. makes us the temple. I'm yes, like, temple. like I think we need to think more literal about that. Yes. Oh, like 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 yeah, or maybe not like like yeah, literal. Like we yep. need to like really think about no, the the same one who you know, hovered over the waters before history even started. The same one who, you know, came into the tabernacle when they prepared it in the wilderness. The yes. same one who, in Second Chronicles, you know, after Solomon prays, yeah. descended like fire into the temple and dwelt there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. The same one who fell on Pentecost yep. lives in me. I know. Right, dude. Like, yeah. and the one that you couldn't, you couldn't like they you'd tie a rope around a priest yep. mm-hmm. to go into the Holy of Holies. Yeah. yeah. And that dude had to prep for like a week. Yep. <laughs> to, yeah. Like that one lives in me. Yeah. Oof,
1: I um that's so what great. am
0: so what so, so what am I letting yeah. cohabitate with him? Right. Oh dude. In my mind. Like that does Take into to call into question what I'm yeah. willing to let let go in these eyes, I know, and let go in these ears and mouth, and it's like whew. Yeah.
1: yeah, I know, yeah. See, I there's a there's a thread that runs through all of Scripture that we jump past, and that is how incredibly integrated God is with His creation. Mm. Like I know, even from a kid, I would read like Old Testament. Uh, stories or like prophecies and think, and I would hear God, God's going to use this pagan king to do this thing. And it's his purpose to use this pagan king. And and in my little kid mind, I'd be like, how does God even know this pagan king? Does this guy even matter? Like Hmm. God takes things, we would label them and say, it doesn't matter that guy's just a pagan king. Or he might draw uh, in the New Testament, he might uh, he might celebrate over the prostitute that comes to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we would have labeled her half an hour before. She doesn't really matter. And for all we know, some religious leaders, some ministry leaders, were actually abusing her and using her in ways that were completely ungodly. Right. And suddenly Jesus is celebrating her coming to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And the people who were just mistreating her are like stunned. And are left without anything to say, mm. yeah. because how did how did Jesus even know about her? How mm-hmm. how how could God even be aware of these things that in our world we have labeled they don't matter? Right. Like forget about, you know, moral issues for a second. To God, everything matters. Right. Like we, God is so integrated with everything, mm-hmm. but we don't realize that. So when you talk mm. about, isn't it crazy that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit? I think even to go farther beyond that, for what purpose? Mm. Like, why are we, right. why are we the temple of the Holy Spirit? Right. To just sit around and be cool temples of the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Or yeah. is it because He put us in the middle of a creation He is completely integrated with? Mm-hmm. Like, I think we make this mistake that in God's renovation project, His restoration process project, we. We feel free to label what things matter and what don't. We're going to be surprised as this plays out that some of the things that thought we thought didn't matter yeah. in creation mm-hmm. will suddenly take center stage mm-hmm. because God says they should, yep. not because we have anything to say about it. And in those moments, we, the temple of the Holy Spirit, better be ready to flow with Him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I don't know, if this is too weird out there, no, but no, but there's something like it's amazing to me when I've. Read and studied the New Testament, how integrated and amazing Jesus' interaction with creation is. Yeah. He just mm. gets it right. And he's always mm-hmm. taking a left turn on his disciples, and they're like, How in the world did he go there and do something so amazing? Yeah. yeah. You hardly have to get two or three layers out from Jesus in the New Testament, and we start screwing it up. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's like, and here mm-hmm. we are today in 2021 trying to figure out some of the very same things they were trying to figure out in the New Testament. But Jesus was so integrated. Yeah. And I feel like when you're talking about being holistic, I think the church is going to come out of this time being far more integrated with, with the world we live in. Yeah. Like, we're going to have a new respect... Yeah. totally for the, like we are the temple of the holy spirit yeah. to serve in the midst of a creation mm-hmm. yeah. that we just need to chill out and realize we're not going anywhere anytime yeah. soon yeah and the more faithful we can be to Man. be holistic and say things that we thought didn't matter two years ago matter greatly now yeah, yeah. you know how to entertain people in your home suddenly now matters far more than it did three years ago yep. so you don't have a church building to go and worship in right mm. they're gonna have to worship in my living room and it becomes mm. anyway it gets played out in a bunch of different yeah. ways
0: well it's like G- jesus his claim was i've come that you would have life and have it more abundantly right and like the church really should rise up at you know we should see ourselves as the living ones Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And the ones that know how to do life and do it more abundantly. Yep. And who walk in life and walk in it in more abundantly. And, yeah, and it's like we,
1: distributing life. Wherever yeah. For we sure. Go. Yeah. And like, like yeah. that. That yeah. our
0: way of life is life, and it's yes. abundant life for everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's and, right. And and yet we we do get caught up into the in the you know the ideologies and schemes of the thief, right? Who comes to rob, steal, kill, and destroy, and that's yeah. what leaves us asking questions like. You know, how do we, what what was the question you framed for the, for us in the pandemic? Like, how do we, you know, why, how do we get out of this being so difficult for us? Or like, how, you know, like those self-preservation actually isn't a good rule of life.
1: My intercession becomes how am I going to survive how hard this is going to be, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Instead of thriving in this season, okay, God, here we are, the temple of the living God in a pandemic.
1: Yeah. And the world's in pain. How are we going to, what are we going to do about this guy? Yeah,
0: We've got life. We've got answers. Yeah. We've got hope. Yeah. We've got peace yeah. or should anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, right. it, and it really is like, if it is, and, and this is the challenge, right? Because there's, this is not a simple or even uh, an isolated topic, right? But there is something about the appeal of living that life and having that life. Uh, Jesus live that life through you. Yes. Right. There is an appeal. There has to be an appeal like there is something that has to be appealing to someone from the outside looking in to say that guy's got something or that girl's Mm -hmm. got something Mm -hmm. that I want. There's a peace. There's life. There's love. There's joy. There's something. There's hope. There's 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 something about what it is. And and that is the mark of, you know, That is not an uncommon thing. It's like, oh, there was, you hear those testimonies, oh, there was just something about those people. There was just something about that that person that I just, I had to have, right? And so then they they come in, they've tried, they go on the search, and then they find Jesus, and then they become that. And yet we do all of this in the midst of these sort of like high-profile failures in the right. places where we don't get it right and, mm-hmm. and in the middle of all that. But yet at the foundation, you know, and that's why we have the Word of God to actually act, you know, it is the benchmark, right? Because I'm not living the benchmark just yet, right? Like, so that's why we have those things. We have the benchmark to keep us pointed in that direction. And in, in, in all of that, we still have those moments of like... Someone who is hopeless Mm. comes into contact with someone who, you know, is is living the hope of Jesus through them. And that's suddenly Mm. appealing to them. And I love that about just the sort of like the, the interconnected, you know, web of how we live this life. It's just it's really appealing. And it is that appeal. There is something appealing about walking that out that is appealing to someone from the outside.
1: Yeah, anyway.
2: we are Ooh. witnesses
0: to the Lord of Life. Yeah, mm. or sup- or called to be. Mm. Yeah. So the and you, the way you bear witness to the Lord of Life is by being fully alive. Mm. You know, and and yep. demonstrating that. Yeah, yeah, it's huge stuff. It's that's, that's the word. I think even it's a now word. You know, yeah. I think even the Agreed. Lord is speaking to us about being witnesses. being witnesses yeah. for sure. It's yeah. massive. So, well, guys, as always, thank you. Uh, thank you to uh, <laughs> Santal Musk. Santal Musk's yeah. essential I like fragrances. Fragrances. Sa- what is wrong Fra- with Fra- me? <laughs> very, very quiet. <laughs> what is in this? Yeah. Santal.
1: Santal. I don't, I don't know Musk. It is a member of a large indigenous group living mainly in eastern India. A Santal. Oh. Santal, or however you say it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Things you didn't know, you didn't know. There you go. There we go.
0: All right, everyone. Have a good day. See you later. See you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. We'll see you next time. Do me a favor before you sign off whatever device you're on. Why don't you take a minute? If you haven't already, leave a review, share this podcast, help us get this platform out to as many people as possible. We'll see you next time.